Good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing? It's fantabulous Friday already. Boom! Like the week just went, flew by. Big, big, big boom. Don't you find that sometimes some weeks just go by faster than others? But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. <laughs> yes, it is fantabulous Friday. And, you know, of course, in the Northeast, you know, it's crispier, cooler, and we had rain and it was very bitter, like all week long. We had some sun yesterday. It was very beautiful. And we're hoping for more sun today. And I noticed, of course, you know, everybody's talking about the fall foliage and our big tree outside is just starting to turn on one side so it's kind of neat to see the uh the evolution right in front of you with the changing of the colors i just you know love that time oh i mean you know it really is you know we always talk about the different seasons um and you know each season has a, its purpose uh you know we go from you know the spring and and everything blooming to then you know the big bloom of summer a lot of people will suffer all the uh, blooming allergies that go along with that but then you get into this uh more um what i call the warm season um and a lot of people say oh warm season that's summer of course uh no not really the warm season of the fall colors and it's funny where you you know live up north most of your life and then you know gravitate towards the the south and the different warmths whether they still incorporate those autumn colors but add you know this the southern i guess flair to it you know with the blues and the purples so it really is and of course blues and purples are our jam so it really is just a great way to uh really celebrate the the feel of the season the colors uh, you know we talk about that that you know comfort food you know that's kind of where you're you know when you're outside and you're doing the grilling and you're more out to eat outside and then you know as fall comes in especially up in the northeast you tend to do more of that you know comfort food indoor uh celebration uh which really impacts our mindset you know it just gives us a different you know you start craving different things during different seasons a lot of people don't even think about it but i know uh, I had extremely, uh, like everyone else, you know, one of those busy, busy Thursdays, and then finally made time to have a quick bite uh, with some friends. And again, it was that, you know, he made homemade baked beans. Uh, they had a nice pork roast, uh, things that I don't necessarily cook uh, nor uh, eat on a, on a regular basis. So it was, you know, you know, oh, they had, um, what do you call it? Oh, God, not croissants um you know but the the rolls that you know have the layers i can't think of what they're called oh uh not muffins biscuits, biscuits southern biscuits uh they were yummy and then of course you know they topped it off with two different tiramisu and a cho homemade chocolate cake and i only had a sliver so it's pretty good to make sure about my my sugar intake but you naturally just you know there's the flavors of the summer whether it's your clothing whether it's uh the food we eat and just i don't know that spirit of warmth and gathering yeah it is you know along with the colors of course you know the um 
the comfort things. For instance, you know, I showed everybody my my winter socks. I was wearing them the other day because it was so darn cold. Um, and I have been wearing them. And that warmth that you feel like, oh, I feel snugly, bugly warm. And of course, we all know that coffee, uh, well, coffee's not one of your favorite things, but um, nope. pumpkin coffee is legal now, officially legal. And, you know, I always kind of get a kick out of that. So along with the seasonal colors, there's also seasonal comforts and, you know, comfort foods, as you said. Speaking of comfort foods, I remember as a kid, one of the um, my favorite memories of a comfort food is mac and cheese. <laughs> now, I haven't had it in a long time because I don't eat a lot of dairy things. And Gary was away last Saturday. So I'm like, oh, I just want a little something to eat, something very simple. So I had a gluten-free mac and cheese and I made it and just had a little serving of it. But I was like, oh my God, this is like, it, ta it tasted good, but it was very, very heavy. I was like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, the dairy, A, you know, you know, any kind of that stuff's not going to be good for your gallbladder. So you want to make sure you're taking care of that that's stuff. Why, yeah, that's why yeah. I had a little and um you, you you know you just again it goes to impacting like some of these really comfort foods um of really just being creative and making them a healthier version so you still get that warm and fuzzy without you know impacting our gut and you know i had an interesting conversation yesterday with 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 a customer and you know we were talking about digestion enzymes and she said you know you talk about you know your three steps i did a video yesterday to really showcase how how simple it is and i said you know we we our bodies naturally our guts naturally pr produce a digestion enzyme but the problem is as time goes on and depending on what 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 healthy stuff or unhealthy stuff is going on in your gut will impede uh it formulating to keep formulating at a healthy strength. And that's why the importance of digestion enzymes is there because what it does, and I really explained it. She goes, oh my God, I can't believe you explained it that way, but it makes so sense. I said, you know, think of your guts uh, as one big pore. So we know like now speaking of a pore, we're gonna talk about our face. What happens? You get clogged pores from, you know, makeup, uh, the environment, you know, the air that we're breathing in. And you usually got to use like a good scrub or some sort of product to open up the pore to get the junk out. But let's that way you're getting the bad because there's bacteria everywhere, bacteria on your face. You get the bad bacteria out to allow for, say, the cleanser and or moisturizer to impact that pore. Well, it's the same kind of analogy for, for your gut. Your gut is like one big pore. And while it does naturally produce a digestion enzyme, it it depletes. You know, as you get older, it could be due to age. Uh, it could be to an autoimmune issue. It could be due to you know dietary issue. But the fact of the matter is, the having the digestion enzyme in your gut actually is what it's going to improve your autoimmune. It's going to improve the way you digest not only your minerals, vitamins, and your supplements, but the food that you're eating. So when you're getting that kind of good balance of a good digestion enzyme, plus really uh, nurturing that gut for those comfort foods of what's going to be absorbed, there are ways to really uh, still enjoy those foods, 
but just make them that they're gentle specifically uh, to that person's ailments because we all have them. I mean, some people, you know, maybe uh, some sort of sensitivity. Again, could be age that, you know, things slow down as you get older. We always want to make sure that we're cleaning that gut out uh, with good food so that you can enjoy uh, the flavors and the seasons of what is going on in, in any particular season. Well, yeah, that's the important thing too. And it's all about, you know, balancing all of that out, which we all know, like we know, we all know the basics of things, right? If you're eating something and you know, it's not good for you. And 20 minutes after you eat it, you're getting sick, but you're still doing it like, hello, like, you know, that's your body talking to you. You shouldn't be doing that. So we know the basics, we know the particulars, but it's really about applying it to your life, you know, and to your lifestyle. Um, and, you know, with different seasons come different things, you know, seasonal fruits, seasonal, um, <laughs> excuse me, type of entries, like this time of year, <clears throat> excuse me, gosh, Gary loves um, that chicken pot pie that I made. Um, I haven't made it yet, but, you know, that's one thing that, you know, he looks forward to this time of year. And I think about it and I, I cringe sometimes because, it's like a weekly thing and you know we have it for three or four days but whatever you know i'll get uh, chili i love chili this time of year and you know you know talking about chili same difference you know there's other ways to to make it uh, a healthier version you can make it a totally vegan version um there are so many good products out there that you can get that crumbly hamburger feel to it um there's also ways of doing it with um a grass-fed burger, you know, hamburger, uh, along with maybe a, a turkey sausage or a chicken sausage. So there's different ways to make it. Uh, and I always use um, cannonelli beans versus the hard red beans, because the hard red beans are really hard on your tummy, um, but cannonelli beans are a little bit lighter. So there's, there's great avenues of, of uh, really supporting all those comfort foods and that fall feeling. Um, keeping mindful of our gut and if that is one thing that you overcame this week kudos to you because a lot of people you have to adjust from going not only changing your wardrobe you're talking about like cleaning out like packing up the old you know the summer stuff and really making room in the closet for the fall season while the same thing goes for your gut you're preparing for each season you know what you can eat but also that mindset and you know how you overcame switching from season to season for them for some people that's like huge yes it absolutely is and you know I I, I want to digress for just a moment because this you know sometimes things pop into my head and I just got to get it out so I did catch um part of a news alert the other day and it involved your Tommy <laughs> and I thought, I'm surprised we haven't talked about it yet <laughs> I know. And, and, and all I want to say about that is, you know, I know that they're both two high profile people, but, you know, everybody's putting their two cents in and I get it, but like, just leave them alone, please. Right. I mean, you know, you know I guess too, in this day and age, because social media um, perpetrates, you know, top stories when really when you think of, you know, now obviously he lives in, in Tampa area now with the cops because he's playing for the Bucks. You know, with all of what's going on in Florida, 
that's what you got to talk about. Well, you know, let's talk about the people. I mean, I think they're up to over 130 people that have passed away from this hurricane and just the devastation. Uh, so, you know, I, I, you know, my, my thing is I absolutely adore him. I don't know what goes on behind their four, four walls. It's none of my business. And yeah, I just think there's more important things to be focused on. Um, you know, we're getting some really pretty intense alerts coming from a national level, uh, which is a global level of, you know, countries and, you know, possible things that could occur. Uh, those are something things to, to pay attention about. Obviously, we're down to what, 34, 33 days to November 8th. Uh, these are things that are going to be impacting our mindset, our wellness as a whole. Um, so I don't think, uh, you know, Tommy's marriage should be top of the list of things to be uh, mindful of. I do want to give a shout out um, to a gentleman that I uh, worked with back in Massachusetts who is running for governor, Jeff Deal. And his uh, lieutenant governor, and I'm going to totally forget her name. But uh, what I will say, because uh, I've worked more with him than uh, her, uh, I really absolutely love uh, the fact that they are uh, working together and they've just developed a basically a bill of rights for parents. Uh, and is it, it is one of their uh, top priorities of their agenda of what they really want to accomplish in a new administration. And basically, uh, school centers must be uh, schools must be the center of education and not tools for indoctr indoctrination. And he talks about the parents' bill of rights. He wants to uh, expanded school choice. Uh, he wants the vaccine mandate removed. Uh, parental informed consent, school safety, open meeting law protections, curriculum oversight, comprehensive agency audits, and judicial oversight. And, you know, sadly, when you think of schools, you wouldn't, when you hear what I just said, you would be like, what is going on with the school systems that you need all this? Well, people, what I would say is wake up. I've been chatting about a lot of this for well over a year now, uh, intensely. And what is going on? And I, 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 I got a news alert the other day, uh, what's going on. And so it's happening everywhere. New Jersey has included in their fifth grade uh, health education in New Jersey, because uh, I get people reaching out to me from all over many, many different states um, because they know my passion to, to help children. Uh, Leah Cole Allen, by the way, is his uh, lieutenant go governor. And uh, what they did just recently announced, I guess it was yesterday, the uh, Bill of Rights and uh, announced a uh, Bill of Rights, Parents Bill of Rights, which I think is amazing. So the school in New Jersey, fifth grade, are having a class on transgendering um, and all that that goes with that. And a friend of mine who knows a teacher's aide saying, oh, the teachers are cringing. They don't want to be a part of this yet. Yeah, they're admitting, you know, it's usually coming from the administration pushing this agenda. And this agenda is really coming from the teacher union, teachers union. And then above that, you know, everything that's involved with the big G as a whole. 
And I said, you know, where's the stance on the parents? They're not going to, uh, they're just going to embrace this. Like, how do you overcome that? You've got to like have a plan. And she said, there are some parents that are just still so blinded by it. They don't even realize. The other interesting piece, and I don't know where this happened, what state, because it came on my news wheel real quick, is a school hired a drag queen to do a drag queen show. Now, for me, perspectively speaking, you know, drag queen shows, I don't have a problem with them. I I truly don't. Uh, It's a form of entertainment. I don't have an issue with that, but I do have an issue bringing it into school-age children that should not have any idea of these subject matters. That is not, quote, to me, that's more adults entertainment. It is not children entertainment. So balls to the walls, uh, a mom dressed up exactly as how the uh, drag performer dressed to go into the school to perform for, you know, grammar school children. And the key piece to that was watching one of the school members, uh, I zoomed in on her face, she was like, and I said, are you cringe? I was thinking to myself, are you cringe because the mom took a stand and walked in to address you just like her child had to witness that was going on during a school hour? Are you, are, are you actually appalled that that is what the school was allowing? And it makes you kind of wonder because a lot of people on, on, on school board and school committees they they don't necessarily see the day-to-day operations. They don't even, they don't, they're not really involved with the day-to-day operations of a school. They're there for oversight, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, you know, until things somewhat escalate, but they do still have a responsibility. So can you imagine, you know, that if you're that blinded and, and this woman comes in and like, uh, it, it, to me, it looked like a body suit, you know, like, you know, sh- one was uh, shoulderless and so it was like a strap. So one arm was covered, the other was, you know, free. And to me, it was pretty conservative considering uh, what I have seen. But I, kudos to that mom for walking in, dressed exactly, and she had a poster board of the actual pictures that took place in her school. You know, I don't know whether teachers took pictures of it or they got information from the woman's or the man's or whoever's website. And I'm thinking, it's Friday, it's been fabulous Friday. So you piece all the, the news cycle and everything that's been going on this week. If you made it through this week, through the news cycles, that we're just pounding down, kudos. That is something to celebrate because uh, this week alone, the alerts were just crazy yeah you know what they absolutely were and you know just to comment a little further on that subject matter it's like the back door of giving them what they want and plenty of it and i'll just leave it at that i do want to say one thing about new jersey though um kind of a sidebar thing (laughs) excuse me a very good friend of mine vanessa saracino her daughter alexa will be competing in the Miss um, Teen New Jersey pageant. So I'm very excited uh, for both of them and, you know, excited to see where this takes her. Um, She's an amazing young woman. And, you know, I'll I'll put some information um, probably on my personal page so people can check that out. You know, I always love um, hearing about those types of stories, you know, a young teen, you know, going for something that they believe in and, you know, working hard to get there. So 
kudos to Alexa. Um, really looking forward to um, seeing you along on your journey. Awesome. And I wanted to give a update on the story that I just talked about. It actually took place in Iowa. Uh, it was at a public uh, school board meeting. It was actually just on October 3rd. And the parent voiced concerns of the lack of response for the school's apparently unauthorized drag show. And it was back in May. So the Iowa mother's name is Kimberly Reeks. She wore an outfit similar to that of the drag queen performer during her speech before the school board. Um, she, uh, she is also the founder of Iowa Mama Bears, uh, an organization that express views against uh, mass vaccines um, and other content that they feel is inappropriate for children, along with the Centers for Disease of Control. Uh, she said in a quote, 129 days later and 30 days into the new school year, and we still have not heard any kind of an apology from you, nor have we heard a resolution on how you are supposed to make sure this doesn't happen again on school grounds. And that was her quote directly to the school board. So kudos to her. Um, and, you know, I think everyone, while there's so many blessings that are going on that we want to celebrate, we also want to be mindful of things that are going on in our world and finding ways that we can be, and this is something to celebrate, part of being part of the solution. Being complacent, turning an eye, scrolling by, because you don't want to know, you don't want to get involved. I don't have children in the school, it doesn't impact me. Anything that impacts children should be a concern for all people, because these children, are going to be the next leaders, the next generation that is going to lead our fine, beautiful country. We all have uh, an impact on ways that we can uh, really let children be children and be blessed to know that, you know, they've got not only caregivers and parents that are looking out for them, but a country, a country, a community behind them that wants the best for them via education social support, all those different things, but also time and place, allowing parents and caregivers and any legal guardian the right to have those rights to really decide what they want their child exposed to or not. And if you are uh, involved in a school and you are on a school board, you know, that you have to be mindful uh, you know, thankfully, there are a lot of parents that are also on school boards, but you have, you know, again, an elected position, you have to keep your bias and your as best as you can off the table. And it's not easy to do. And believe me, it's not easy to do because we're all human. But we want to ultimately celebrate children, lift them up. Uh, nourish them with education, love, and support to be the best they can be without all these outside political or other agendas going on. Uh, it's just, it's, it, it saddens me. So I hope more people get involved. And you know what, let us hear your thoughts. Like, what do you celebrate? You know, what challenges maybe in your school district that you're dealing with or your state and how to uh, get connected with the right groups that can assist you. You're not in this alone. And that's one thing I, I say, we, you know, there's always blessings that come out of 
these kinds of things. People are now realizing, wow, there's some organizations I can go to. I can, I can get that help. We don't expect anyone, any in part, a part of your health and wellness and mindset, you're not alone. There are so many different avenues of, of a wealth of inf information that we love connecting people to. So we want to keep that in mind. That's one of the blessings. Yes, there's blessings everywhere, even in the eye of the storm. And again, our hearts and prayers to those specifically on the West Coast to of Florida that are really still suffering with the aftermath and will be for some time. Um, yeah. it, it's just, you know, I saw a video of, you know, Fort Myers Beach where I used to go and visit my friend Lisa and, you know, the devastation there. And, you know, I recognized some of the places and I was, you know, it. It caught my breath like in my prayer our prayers are still with you and um yeah yes i i actually saw a picture it was interesting it really put it in perspective it was a double window or slider i'm not exactly sure i, I want to say it was a slider and the water level had to have been close to three and a half four feet deep and the comment was, wow, you know, whoever installed this, you know, kudos to this window company or, you know, glass company, because not an ounce of that water came in. But you look and you think like, am I underwater? Like, you know, kind of like in an aquarium? Am I underground under like, you know, looking at a pool? What am I looking at? And then in the distance, you see like a palm tree and then like another thing like kind of tilted and you realize, wow, this is someone's backyard I'm looking at. And I'm inside someone's home, like it just put things into perspective. It, it really does. Yeah. It certainly does. And on that note, you know, as Carol said, go to our website and, you know, let us know. We would love to hear from you. And we also welcome opposing viewpoints. We just always say, keep the language respectful and clean. And on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 with two sisters and this is carol sue aka going to celebrate all my little wins and they were all little wins people and but guess what i still celebrate them so we want you to celebrate your little wins too whatever they were hey maybe you cleaned out a drawer kudos to you pat yourself on the back you did a good job we will see you monday for monday mindset we hope you have a great safe weekend celebrate all things fall uh and take care have a great day bye everyone